0: Welcome to Moneyline, I'm Matt McCall. Thanks for joining me here today. It is now March, it is Tuesday, March 2nd. It's unbelievable, third month of the year Ready? Markets bounced on Monday, but today we're giving it back a little bit. We're gonna talk about that, how you need to be playing this market. But more importantly, big picture, the grand reopening. The grand reopening investments, one of the greatest investments of 2021. All that and more coming up right now on Moneyline. The buck starts here. Moneyline with Matt McCall. Again, I'm Matt McCall. Thanks for joining me today. It is Tuesday, March 2nd, 2021. And in Monday, you know, we had a big rally yesterday. I mean, a big rally across the board. All the tech stocks bounced back. I looked like a genius buying stocks last week for clients at Penn Financial Group. I mean, I looked smarter than I can be. But then now today, we have the markets down again. Right now, the S&P is down about 20 points, about a half a percent. We'll talk about the markets in a moment. We're also going to talk about Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies, which over the weekend pulled back to the lowest level in over a week. Was that a buying opportunity? I'll let you know. Then, this is going to be like maybe a three-parter we're going to be doing here because I can't get it all in today. I'm going to do some Friday, maybe even next week. And the big theme right now is what I am calling the grand reopening. What that means is not only the U.S. economy, but the global economy is on the verge of reopening, of getting back to quasi normal. And yes, you still see people running 80 feet away from the other 80 feet away from the other person with 30 masks on. That that may last forever because not everybody's going to want to get back to normal. Some people are going to want to work from home forever. We get Jamal in here today. You can't see him, but I'd love to see him. I haven't seen him in months. So we have a lot of great things happening. We are having the reopening. More people are getting vaccinated. Again, we'll touch on that. But more importantly, what investment themes? And of course, you think airlines, you think hotels, casinos. Sure, we own airline stocks. They've all moved already. But what about the secondary place? We'll talk about that today. And my focus today is on healthcare, the healthcare stocks that will be the biggest part of the grand reopening. But before we jump in, that let's take a look at the S&P 500 here. As I mentioned, you can see over here on the right-hand side we had a big rally, and I talked last Friday about this red line. That's the 50-day moving average. How it acts as support, and as we can see here, back in late July we broke it for one day, then rallied. We rallied to a new all-time high. You can see here once again we broke it for one day on Friday, rallied big on Monday, but now again we're down about six tenths of a percent right now in the S&P. However. We're only down about 1.5% from an all-time closing high in the S&P 500. So again, we must take things into perspective. We can't go straight up. Right now, we have earnings season that's kind of coming to an end. And it was pretty darn good, I'll give you that. We have a stimulus uh, package around $1.9 trillion. Uh, we're not sure if it's going to be passed or not. Day-to-day, it goes back and forth. So we have a couple unknowns out there right now. Uh, we have interest rates that uh, shot up the 10-year up to one6 We're now back down to 1.4. A lot of things moving around. But again, this entire time, we're staying very close to an all-time high, folks. And that is very good news overall for the market. And let me just show you the NASDAQ because the NASDAQ has been a little bit different here. It's pulled back a little more. But again, really nice support. Let me draw a line here because I think it's important to put this line up there um, real quick to kind of show you. And of course, it never works out perfectly. I put this line up there. You can see this was an old high. We came back and held support, came back and held support, coming back again for the third time, holding support. Down today 1%. The tech stocks are taking a little bit of a hit. But again, only a couple percentage points off an all-time high. One more chart. And this is the Russell 2000. This is a small uh, mid-cap stocks. Look at how it stays in this trend. Again, still looks great, just off an all-time high. And that's really what we need to know. We need to know the fact that we can't go straight up. It's okay. Your stocks will pull back. All right. So let's talk a little bit about cryptos and then we're going to get into our grand reopening. Right now, Bitcoin's around 48500 And uh, that's down about 1% in the last 24 hours. However, if you take a look back at the last week, it's down about 11%. That being said, well off the lows that we hit, we came very close to that $43,000 level and rallied all the way back above 50. Now we're hanging out, as I mentioned, around $48,000 or so. Um, yeah, right around $48,000 right now, as a matter of fact. So we've rallied to 58,000, pulled back to 40, back to 50. Now we're at 48. To me, the fact that we held 40 on that really retested some of it a double bottom, and it looks really good to me on the chart. So I think. Bitcoin still hit 60,000, 70,000, and in the next 12 months, 100,000, six digits. And people keep asking me when to buy. And I had a couple of friends, and actually my brother texted me over the weekend. I said, I said, Dave, I don't know how low it goes. I said, but buying here, I think it was at 44,000 time, looks pretty damn good. But it could hit 30,000 before it hits 60,000. I don't know, but I'm pretty damn confident it hit 60. So if you're buying at forty-three. that's a hell of a return. And again, I think we hit six digits. I think we were 100,000. Uh, but I love how uh, people are out there bashing. Charlie Munger, uh, Warren Buffett's elder, if you will. I mean, we, I mean, how old is Warren Buffett these days? What's he like, 90? And Charlie Munger I think is 92-ish. I may have butchered those, but Charlie Munger is actually uh, older than Warren Buffett, and that's his right-hand man. So he came out and basically said, you know, it's, a, it's like a scam. It's almost like a Ponzi scheme. He bashed Bitcoin, cryptocurrencies. We had the New York State Attorney General yesterday. It just shows you the uh, uneducation, uh, uneducated people that we elect to officials. She came out and basically said, um, it's a scam too. Bitcoin's a scam. You know, it, it could go to zero, all this stuff. You know what? Educate yourself before you open your big trap because that is just ridiculous. Uh, You're scaring people out of something. And again, what does she or any other politician, what education do they have on cryptocurrencies that they should be telling you what to do with your money? Why should a state attorney general tell you to what to do with your hard earned money? That's ridiculous to me. Since Bitcoin was at $100 and now up to 48,000, they've been telling you it's bad because it screws the system. It goes after the man. So they don't like it. I get it. But don't go out there and say this. It's amazing how many people are falling in line now. Oh, maybe I'll put, you know, the old Mr. Wonderful, the guy from the Shark Tank, you know, he's bashed it for years. Now he's gonna put 3% of his funds into it. Don't bash it when you don't know what the hell you're talking about. I'm gonna bash them because I know what I'm talking about. There's a big difference there. All right, so I love Bitcoin. I love altcoins. I don't know if it goes straight up. It probably doesn't. Use pullbacks to buy into it. Now let's get to the grand reopening trade. And if it seems like I'm in a bitter mood today, Jamal is probably like, what the hell's wrong with him? Is it because I'm in the office? It has nothing to do with you, Jamal. I did not sleep for shit last night. I'm extremely tired. So yes, I'm a bit irritable this morning. And I hate to see the market down. So that irritates me too. Um, So I read a great article over the weekend thinking about this grand reopening investment. And I read that the ADA, the American Dental Association, they talked about dental visits in 2020 being down nearly 40%. And I will say I'm way past a dental visit because you just couldn't get into dental offices. Um, A lot of them weren't open. If they were, they were spacing out patients and just wasn't easy to get in for just your normal checkup and cleanup. You had to go, I mean, I get it because you had to go in for emergency surgery for your tooth. I've had that. You want to, you know, prioritize that. So I've been trying to get into a new dentist in town here and it's like a two-month wait. So I'm thinking to myself, okay, let's take a look at some dental supplying stocks because when we had this grand reopening, suddenly the demand for dental consumables and dental products that are used by the dentist and the hygienist will go through the roof. This is what you call secondary outside the box way to play the grand reopening. So I came up with a couple of stocks for you. And again, nothing here is recommendation or anything of that sort. Um, but what I do have to tell you, and Jamal's probably mad cause it took me 10 minutes to tell you this. Don't forget to like subscribe, hit that little bell, because that little bell tells you when we go live, when we premiere the shows and don't forget to comment. So let's go through. These are in no specific order. Patterson Company, symbol PDCO. Nice looking chart here, folks. This is a company that does um, supplies to a uh, dental offices. It's a $3 billion company. It's got a forward P-E ratio of 15.6. That's actually below the market. It's got a price of sales of 0.55, well below the market. So it's got some great fundamentals. And darn does this not have a good chart. And let me show you exactly why here. So when I look at charts, you look and it's got this uptrend. I hit it in September, right around 30 bucks. It failed. It came up again around $30. It failed. Third time, it busted through on huge volume. That's a break of a triple top. When resistance is broken, it turns into support. I say this all the time. It's So Think about it this way. There's a big ceiling above me. If I keep hitting my head on it, hitting my head on it, it's resistance. If I go through that ceiling and I land, whew, now that second floor is support. That's what this is. Hitting my head on the ceiling, ceiling, breakthrough to support. So what typically happens is after a stock breaks out, it pulls back and retests that which it did. And it is, and it's been consolidating for three months. My goodness. This is breakout consolidation, breakout, pullback test, uh, consolidating on very light volume. The volume has been picking up on the up days. My goodness. I just talked myself into loving this stock. Let's take a look at a little bit wider view. This is the monthly, or sorry, this is going out uh, a couple years. You can see here, this has been really consolidating for many years, breaking out, starting a brand new uptrend. I might zoom out even further. It's got a long ways to go to get back to where it was, 2014, 2015. I like this company. And this is one, again, that is a play on the grand reopening, folks. Okay, again, nothing here is a recommendation. I'm just going through these with you. This is a company I was not familiar with, but holy smokes, look at this chart. I mean, Jamal, I mean, there's nothing wrong with this. Look at this thing. I mean, I can see him smiling behind his mask. 50-day moving average keeps bouncing off it. And Vista Holdings, NVST, is the symbol on this one. Again, consumables, uh, supplies to dental offices. A little bit bigger, $6.3 billion company. Price-to-earnings ratio of 21. Price-to-sales, 2.2. So not as cheap as Patterson, but man, oh man, what a darn chart this has got. You can see how it bottoms. I mean, look at how this bottomed down around 10 bucks in March, and now it's at an all-time high. It's a recent IPO from 2019 but again looks great i mean it, it, every time it pulls back it rallies the next pullback level could be around 37. one to keep an eye on uh the next one we have here is x-ray and this is the big guy this is the big supplier the world's largest supplier of dental supplies uh Supply serona is the name of the company it's a uh, 12.9 billion dollars it's got a, a p ratio of 19 so pretty pretty low as well price of sales of three it just had some earnings recently you could see it rallied up on earnings on Monday right up to that high, if we zoom out a little bit, we can see this level. And we talk about these resistance levels, these ceilings. You can draw that line. You can go all the way back to 2019, failed at 60 bucks, failed at 60 bucks again, and we're now back at $60. If it breaks above 60 in this situation, that's a major breakout. So to me, I wouldn't buy here because it keeps hitting there and it pulls back quite a bit every time. So I wouldn't buy it here, but again, put it on the watch list because it is one of the big names out there. Uh, smile so direct club. This was an IPO last year. Um, if I could zoom out a little bit here, I'll show you IPO in 2019 at 20 bucks. It came all the way down around $3 and 50 cents. And it's since come back this company. I know quite a bit about, uh, my office in Nashville, which I moved out of there about two years ago. Uh, they were on the same floor as me. So I, I, I knew, I knew the p- people pretty well. I knew one of the girls that was pretty high up. They had a constant uh influx of people and small direct clubs kind of like invisalign but like kind of like the cheaper version of it uh more user friendly if you will uh kind of like the warby parker of glasses we get a little bit lower price um and and but you know i i've seen great results from it and they have a lot of good reviews but for some reason wall street just doesn't like it you look at the numbers here it's a little bit pricier price of sales of 4.2 but what I like here is I'm going to draw a little bit of an uptrend line for you. And this is connecting the lows. As you can see, every time it pulls back, it kind of hits this uptrend or that uptrend line underneath here. We're at it right now. So for me, the way I look at this, this is actually a pretty nice level right there to be buying into. So you're on nice support. The 200 day moving average of blue line Uh, looks pretty darn good for a rally, at least back up to 16. If the trend continues, it probably hits 18, which is a big move from here. So again, another one that could be a nice little rebound play. And of course, then there's a leader, which is, uh, Invisalign, which is owned by Align Tech, ALGN. This company has been around a while. One of the big winners of the last 10 years. Uh, I mean, look at the, the, the move that this has made. And if we zoom out, I'll show you just how big of a winner this has been. Just think about this. You're buying into it back here. Oh, wait. I mean, my goodness. I mean, look, just look at, at that. I mean, that stock down there, I can't even see how low it is because I can't get my cursor to move over. Oh, maybe I can actually. I do have a mouse today. Oh, there we go. Look at this. 10, 15, $12. It's now at 570. So again, folks, when I talk about 20 baggers, this was 10 bucks. 10 to 57, it hit 600 just a little while ago. That's a 60 Xer. In Invisalign, it's not like it's reinventing the wheel. Invisalign, amazing, isn't it? Just think about the medical technologies that are going to change the world in the future that are just much more groundbreaking than Invisalign. That's why I talk about these 50X, 100Xers. They are possible. So Align Tech, as you can see here, this is a bigger company. It's a $45 billion company. These are 3D modeling for the Invisalign. Sales were flat in 2020 over 2019 which to me is actually impressive. And the reason I find that impressive is because with everything being shut down for three quarters of the year by the pandemic, sales were actually still flat. That's not bad. you think they would have been down. Uh, price of sales, 10.7, P.E. ratio over 50. So it is a bit pricey. But what I see here is I see Small Direct Club trading about half the valuation and hasn't moved as much. Maybe they're ready for the rally. So that is one to keep an eye on. All right, so there's my dental play. You know, I've been so high on this in the office the last week, you know, talking about the dental plays, and I can't get people excited, but, you know, this is one that's great for clients, I believe. You know, people may not get excited in the newsletter, but clients love to see, okay, this is a great company or a great theme they buy into. And I'm looking at it for clients at Penn Financial Group. Don't own any of them yet. Another area is elective surgery. Well, this is a company that I don't know too much about, but I came across it recently, and holy smokes has this moved. Look at the rally in this bad boy. Establishment Labs, symbol E-S-T-A. Well, Establishment Labs, uh, they uh, help women become more endowed in their chest area. To put it nicely, I guess. They make uh, uh, breast implants. Apparently that business is booming because I mean, look at this stock. This is unbelievable. Um, It had revenue in 2020 of 83.5 million. By 2025, looking for revenue of 304 million. Uh, earnings per share up to a buck fifty in 2025. That's really impressive. So in the next couple of years, revenue is expected to grow 25.6%. Earnings are expected to grow annually. This is annual numbers, 57%. Only a $1.6 billion company. Again, this is the type of surgery that people have been putting off. And once you come out of this and the grand reopening is upon us. These are the types of companies that will do well. But this has already done very well. I don't know if I chase it here, but I wanted to put it out there. Another one that I actually own for myself, and as many of you know, stocks that I own in my own portfolio or family's portfolio are different than stocks I put in a newsletter, they never cross over, and different than stocks that I own for clients at Penn Financial Group. Three different buckets. You know, I don't put the, the nothing crosses over to keep everything kosher. So this is one I own, and it's a SPAC, Vesper Healthcare Acquisition Corp, symbol VSPR. They have a definitive agreement to merge with a company called Hydrofacial. And I wanted to get a picture up, and maybe I can actually bring a picture up here real quick for you of, uh, not me, but of the hydrofacial. because so I want to show you what it looks like. Because I actually... Like getting hydrofacials. and a friend of friend of mine owns a hydrofacial thing, and this is exactly what it looks like. I'm going to pull up this picture and show you. See this? That's what it looks like. This machine. And you, you know, people always say to me, Jamal said the other day, he's like, "It's your birthday. How old are you?" I said, "45." He goes, "Oh, I thought you were 35." I said, "Yeah, hydrofacial. So you know, he even actually asked, asked me. So hydrofacial is the company that is be merging uh, with VSPR. I love it. Uh, you know, you look at this, it's available in 87 different countries, believe it or not. Uh, it's, it's only valued at about $1.2 billion. So it's not a huge, um, company sales between 2016 and 2019, you know, 2020 pandemic. So it's a weird year. They were averaging 52% annual sales increases. Uh, it only trades at about a enterprise value. Um, 2022, 2022 sales about 4.9 again, well below a lot of its competitors. But it's flying under the radar because it's not an EV. It's not a space. It's not a battery spec, So it's not as cool. But man, I'm telling you, again, I own this for a reason because I am a user of the product and I love it. So that's one that, again, could be a grand reopening boost. Another one kind of in the same realm is Inmo. This is a stock I've had on my watch list for a very long time. One of my analysts uh, turned me on to it. Man, way back down here in the 20s. Now it's at 75, 87. Don't own any. Don't have any exposure to it. I don't know if I missed it. Uh, but InMode is about a $2.8 billion company. Uh, they do, um, you know, aesthetic type stuff as well. Uh, non-invasive. And, and again, this is stuff that wasn't really necessary during a pandemic, but will have a really big influx again, as we see uh, in the grand reopening. Earnings per share, uh, looking for about $2.56 a share in in a year or two. So again, not trading at that high of a valuation, all things considered. Nice breakout recently. I wouldn't chase it here, but again, one, you may want to put on uh, your radar. Next one is, again, very similar to that. Silk Road, S-I-L-K is a symbol here. But this helps reduce risk. But it's one of those uh, treatments, if you will, uh, procedures that really isn't, of the very necessity of the emergency type. And it's pulled back, sitting right on 200 day sitting nice on support right here to me. 1.9 billion dollar company, earnings per share expected to grow 70% annually in the next three years, while revenues expected to grow 27.6%. Nice looking chart sitting on support right here. And then the last one in this group is The Joint. And it's not what you think, it's not a cannabis company, folks. This is all about chiropractor. And you may have seen them in, 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 you know, basically in your towns, there's over 500 clinics in 30 states, but it's basically a franchised out chiropractor is what it is. And man, I, again, this is another one that I was on this stock way back in single digits. And I, you know, I thought to myself, ah, it's boring. I remember pitching it to the guy saying, man, look at this, it, you know, everybody going to chiropractor, baby boomers, we're all, you know, my back's sore right now. So, Why wouldn't you want to invest in a company like that? And again, I missed out today. The market down, it's up 8.7% to a new all-time high. Revenue expected to grow 21% annually. Earnings per share, 26% annually. I'd look for a pullback, but I still think this is one that continues to grow. I mean, people, again, think about this. Like I would go to a chiropractor pretty often. I haven't gone since the pandemic. Think about the influx of people you're going to see coming. And an influx of people that have put on weight that have been on their butt too long that need to get some stretched out. So I think this is good. Good thing to keep an eye on. So one other area uh, that I want to take a look at is, uh, and I don't have any stocks for it right now, but it's biotech too. And um, small drug companies, because a lot of companies have had drugs approved in the last year, but they need to get their sales force out there. Same thing with medical equipment. You You ever go to a doctor's office and wonder why it takes so long? It's because a lot of medical salespeople are coming in and out, trying to pitch them on a new drug or a new piece of equipment. But if they're not able to go do that because you can't have people close to you after the mass audit, it's just not things we could be doing. And it makes sense. So now you're trying to pitch the same thing via via Zoom. That stuff's not happening. Again, once it gets back, a lot of these medical equipment stocks, especially the small ones that have newly approved devices, um, biotechs have newly approved drugs that haven't been able to get out there. I'm going to do some research and come back on Friday. We're going to continue this conversation with some biotech and some medical equipment stocks that i have newly approved that I think could really take off in the grand reopening. Also going to talk about some of the uh, ones you, that you, th- you think you talk about airlines, hotels, uh, a couple of beach resorts, you name it. Um, I have a lot of great, great ideas with this grand reopening because I think it's going to be the best investment strategy from today. Or the next 12 to 18 months because the amount of money sitting in the sidelines right now in checking accounts saving accounts all-time high um, as my ceo likes to say you know everybody's got this household kind of piggy bank and it's getting bigger and bigger and bigger and if another stimulus comes out 1.9 trillion dollars another 1400 check going in your pocket we should be saving it but let's be realistic folks we don't save it will be spent and it's going to go into the economy and what happens when it goes into the economy means there's more demand for goods, more demand for services. That means we need to hire more people to provide the services. We need to hire more people to create the the goods that are going out. Then more people getting jobs. What happens then? They make more money, goes back in the economy. It's this great spiral. And we are going to see this spiral go on uh, for the next couple of years. And and with interest rates still very low, we have the housing boom. The millennials are absolutely going bananas right now uh, buying homes. Family formation is starting to boom. I mean, you're seeing the recipe for just a great economy. So let me go back real quick to the S&P 500. The fact that the market's down a half percent today, we're down 1.5% from an all time high, I don't give a shit. And if you do, get out of the market, because I will tell you what, we could pull all the way back and to 3, 370 here on, on the spies. We could pull back another 17 points, we're down two points today, and it still looks great. And I'll be buying the entire time down there into great companies. Because the, the wind is at our back right now. We need to be investing. We can't look at it day to day, week to week, month to month. We need to invest for the long term in strong companies. Because as I showed you before, if you invest in big trends, this is what happens. You have an aligned tech in your portfolio. If you get a 60 x in your portfolio and say you're in just 10 stocks to make it simple. The other nine stocks go to zero, but you have one Align Tech. You still make a boatload of money. So you need to put some chips in the game. You need to sit at the table to win. And by getting into strong companies like this, that's what we try to do and find them for you. But I'll tell you this, there's a more, lot more Align Techs out there. I saw a tweet yesterday. Said the best performing stock in the last 30 years, Jamal, you're not gonna guess this. The best performing S&P 500 stock over the last 30 years is Monster Beverage. I mean, think about that. It's not some chip company or some 4G or 3G company back then, it's not anything that you could imagine. It's a sugary, caffeine laden, teeth rotting drink that has been the biggest moneymaker in the S&P 500 over the last 30 years. I don't have it in front of me, but I'm pretty sure 10,000 turned into 32 million, something of that sort. I may be butchering the number, but it starts with a three. Maybe it's 3.2 million, I don't know. Either way, it's insane. So we are always on the lookout. It's what my team and I do every day for the next Align Tech, the next monster, because they're out there in front of us. All right, folks, thank you so much. Don't forget to comment, like, subscribe. Let us know what we're doing wrong, what we're doing good. Um, Spread the word. And I want to thank you so much for watching, supporting us. If I was in a bit of a salty mood today, I do apologize. I try to be happy every day, but some days it's just tough. Uh, But we, we power through it, folks. So go out there and tell somebody hello. Smile. Make somebody else happy out there. If you see me in the street, give me a hug. I'll wear my mask. Don't worry. But seriously, be safe, have fun. That's what we're here to do, make some money. I'll see you Friday. I'm Matt McCall, and that was your Money Line. The Money Line with Matt McCall. McCall. To find more information, head over to McCallMoneyWire.com. That's McCallMoneyWire.com.